Hey, snackers. Welcome to Soul Snack, where I share a bite-sized portion of God's Word and how it applies to our lives today. I'm Heather Vargas, and I'm here to nourish your soul one snack at a time to help you grow in your faith. I know in our busy days, we don't always have time to grab a meal when we are hungry due to time constraints. So what do we do? We grab a snack on the go to hold us over until we can eat our next meal or even another snack. A snack that provides just enough satiation to hold us over. Well, just like that, we don't always have time to go to church and sit through a whole sermon. That's where I come in. Hence, Soul Snack. In each episode, I will satisfy your spiritual hunger with a talk about a specific topic or scripture that relates to our current challenges, opportunities, and joys, and sometimes even our sorrows and our pain. I'll also give you some practical tips and insights on how to live out your faith in everyday situations, whether you need some encouragement, inspiration, or guidance. I will also give you a challenge to practice what we've learned, and then we'll close in prayer. So let's feed your soul with God's Word. Grab your favorite snack and join me for a soul snack. Hey, snackers. So I want to apologize. I know I've been gone for several weeks. Um, It's been... Absolutely crazy. And I know that's not always an excuse because some of you are probably thinking, well, when you have a job, can you be gone for weeks and deal with whatever is going on? And the answer to that is no. And I understand that. Um, However, this is not my full-time job. Kind of wish it was. It would be a lot less stressful. Those of you that know, I do work law enforcement and things have been crazy thanks to the holidays. Um, So... I don't, I don't really know what to tell you other than that. And then on top of that, we've been dealing with some family drama. Um, our family is very big on Christmas and Thanksgiving and the holidays. And a big old bomb was dropped on us uh, this holiday season. And because of that bomb, it kind of just threw all of us into a tizzy and kind of just put the brakes on a lot of things. And I was trying to kind of deal with that and help other people in the family deal with those issues and just kind of decompress and figure life out. And as I was thinking about what was going on in our lives, and it gave me the best idea for a podcast. So today's episode is going to be about reflecting on the beautiful yet often complex journey of blended families and the importance of showing grace to the other parent. In a world where many families are formed through remarriage, it's crucial that we learn to navigate this path with love, understanding, and forgiveness. With so many divorces these days, no wonder there are so many blended families. And let's talk about that for a second. It's not just divorces that cause blended families, right? Maybe you were a single parent. Maybe you had a child or children at an early age and the other parent walked out. And notice I say other parent because it's not just single females, not just single mothers out there, right? There's single dads too. There's grandparents, there's aunts and uncles that raise their kids, there's, uh, or their nieces and nephews, I should say. There's all kinds of different situations, but today we're going to focus on divorce. Um, And while we focus on that, there's kind of something else I wanted to bring up and talk about just for very, very briefly. Um, In the news, a lot, a lot lately has been so many horrible stories of parents taking out the other parent and children. And by taking out, I don't mean we're going on a date, we're going on vacation. I mean, 
they don't want to get divorced or whatever the reason is, or maybe they're going through divorce. So they have that mentality of, well, if I can't have them, nobody can. And they are literally murdering their ex-spouse and their children. I mean, I've seen it so much in the last um, several weeks and I just can't, it, it just blows me away every single time I see it because if you are that unhappy, leave the relationship. That's all I can tell you. Okay. So if you're listening to this by some grace of God and miracle, and you have some really dark thoughts like that, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. You are going to get caught. It's not worth it. And if you don't get caught and you do a whole murder suicide situation, it's not worth it. You're destroying so many lives doing that. And if the kids do survive, then now they're without both parents. I mean, it's just so messy. It's so messy. So I really want everybody to kind of take a step back and think about their life choices. So today we are going to focus on divorce because the rest of it is super, super dark. And that's just not what I'm trying to be about. So, um, but let's talk about divorces. If this is you or somebody that you know, you're not alone. Yours truly is part of a blended family. I have been divorced twice and now married a third and final time, I will say. And we have a blended family. And before I get tons of messages about divorce, we're not talking just about divorce today. Okay. That's going to be a whole nother snack to nosh on later. I know a lot of people are like, oh, the Bible says you can't get divorced. We will, I'll do a whole episode on that later. But one of the hardest things that I think we all struggle with when we blend families is showing grace to the other parent for two reasons. One, everyone has a different parenting style, right? Whether it be helicopter or hands off or even something in between. Getting everyone on the same page is always a difficult task, but I personally think that the hardest part, and everyone will agree here, whether outwardly or inwardly, but it's the part where we say to ourselves, or out loud, "Mm -mm, nobody else is going to be called mom and dad. Am I right? So in other words, you're not going to, you're going to tell little Billy or Sue, nope, 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 that's not your mom. I'm your mom. I'm the only mom you've got, right? Or I'm your dad. That's not your dad. I'm the only dad you have, right? I know I did. I did it a lot. I did it a lot, okay? I could not understand or bring myself to understand that it would be okay for my children to have another feminine mother figure in their life when I'm the one that was working and putting food on the table. I'm the one that was tucking them in at night. I'm the one that was taking them to doctor's appointments and paying for everything and doing all of the things, right? So I understand that. And I know for a fact that my son's mom said the same thing. Now I'm going to stop right there. When I say son, I talk about my blended son, okay, my stepson. Um, But I don't usually use the word step. I don't like that word. That sounds very Cinderella-y and (laughs) kind of like evil stepmother-ish. So when I say my kids, they're my kids. And I tell my little guy, and he's not little. I mean, he's, you know, he's like 15. He's almost 16. Um, but he's my little guy. Um, when I talk to him, I don't ever say, Oh, I love you, my stepson. No, he is my son. Couldn't be any more of my son if he came out of me. And he knows this. I tell him that all the time. We're actually very much a lot alike. It's very funny. But, anyways, I know that his mom said all of those same things. She said it out loud to me <laughs> and many other things. But I get it. 
I get it. I was a new person in her son's life. And at first she didn't know me. She didn't know if I was going to be fair and loving and kind. She knew I had kids. She had met them, but she didn't know if I would show favoritism or whatever, if I'd be unfair to him. And Jolie, if you're listening right now, I know that she is enthusiastically nodding her head. And I know because we talk, but we're going to get to that. Okay. But it wasn't always like that. Her and I were not always in a friendship. We were not always in a friendly place. She did not like me. I did not like her. We didn't trust each other. It was a very long and bumpy road. And I'm not even exaggerating. But now, all these years later, we have it figured out. We've talked we co-parent, we joke around, we buy each other Christmas gifts. I mean, we are one whole family unit, okay? So is there still issues? Yes, of course there's still issues that come up from time to time. We are all human beings, right? But we have all learned how to co-parent efficiently, and that is what is important. So what does that mean? How do you co-parent efficiently? Well, that means speaking to each other like adults and forming solutions. Think about it. How can we tell our children to get along and tell our children how to find solutions to their problems and, oh, don't hit that kid and don't do this and don't do that. You have to all get along if the parents aren't all getting along, right? So what does the Bible say about blended families and showing grace? So today we're going to focus on two scriptures, Genesis 50.20 and Ephesians 4.32. Oh, I love Ephesians, all of it. It's one of my favorites. So grab your Bibles, grab your fork, and let's jump in. In the book of Genesis, we find a powerful example of forgiveness and grace in the story of Joseph. He was sold into slavery by his own brothers, but later rose to prominence in Egypt. When his brothers sought his forgiveness, Joseph responded with these words, Genesis 50, 20. You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. We can reflect on this first when the other parent is being, well, let's just say less than cooperative. This is the parent that just won't make things easy in the least and is trying your patience at every turn. This verse teaches us that even in challenging family dynamics, God can bring about good through grace. It says that God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done. In other words, just when it seems hopeless, when the other parent is showing the worst part of themselves and the enemy keeps whispering in their ear to attack you, God knows. As my mom used to say, when the other parent is showing their ass, God is watching and God is paving a way. God knew why you got divorced. God knows why you split up. God knows why the other parent left because he was paving the way to get things done, to save many lives. Think about it. How many times have you held your babies and looked in their eyes and said to yourself, if it wasn't for them, I may not be here. My kids have saved me. I know I've said it. My kids have definitely saved me. But God knows that too. So everything that he does, even though we don't understand it, he is paving the way. Ephesians 4.32 reminds us, be kind and compassionate to one another, 
forgive each other, just as Christ God forgave you. Let this verse be our guiding light as we approach the challenges of blended families. In the same way that God forgives us, we must be willing to forgive and extend grace to the other parent, putting aside past grievances. In the end, holding on to the anger and grief only hurts you and your children. Trust me, it does not hurt the other parent in the least. What does eventually get to them, even if only in private, is living your best life, turning the other cheek kind of, showing grace and love, even when they may not deserve it in your eyes. Because guess what? That's when they need it the most. And that's when God will favor you the most as well. Don't take that statement wrong. You are always favored in God's eyes. But just like with our children, when they are being extra nice to their siblings, do we not glow a bit brighter? Do we not show a bit more happiness? Well, so does our Father. He loves when we love each other and we decide to cast aside the sadness, the darkness, and the hatred. I promise you things start to turn around once you make that conscious effort. I remember when I got divorced from my kids' father, and I was full of anger and hatred. I did. I hated him. And I know that is very not Christian-like, but I am human, and I will say that forever. But there was such a rough time with him, especially trying to learn how to co-parent with him, because he was. He was narcissistic and angry and just not a good person. And years later, he told me, he's like, I was not a good husband to you. And I was like, no, you were not. (laughs) Um, But once I finally cast away that anger and I started treating him like a friend, and I don't mean we were kicking back every weekend, you know, having a drink or sharing a meal or whatever. It wasn't even about that. But I stopped being angry and I stopped talking to him certain ways and I stopped allowing him to talk to me in certain ways and things got better. Now, did it happen overnight? Of course not. Nothing ever happens overnight, but it happens. And that was God helping me, lifting me up because I was making these better choices. So this week's challenge, I challenge you to take a step towards showing grace to the other parent. It could be a simple act of kindness, a sincere conversation, or even just a prayer for their well-being. Remember, showing grace doesn't mean ignoring boundaries or compromising your principles, and that is very important, but it means approaching situations with love, understanding, and a willingness to reconcile. And reconciliation doesn't mean, oh, we're going to get back together. I mean, if that happens, okay, fine. That's your business. But I'm talking about the reconcile of speaking together and coming to a agreement in what whatever you are trying to pass and whatever kind of thing that you're trying to work through together. That is what we mean by reconcile. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, We come before you today with grateful hearts, thanking you for the gift of family and for the wisdom and guidance found in your word. We ask for your strength and your grace as we navigate the complexities of blended families. Help us to show love and understanding to the other parents involved and to seek reconciliation whenever possible. Whether that comes in the form of actual reconciliation or just a reconciliation in co-parenting. But in the event 
that there is a dangerous dynamic, that reconciliation in any form isn't possible. I pray, Lord, that you place your protection around these families, Lord. I pray that you heal them in the only way that you know how to, Lord. And we pray for unity and peace and harmony within our families. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. As we go forth, we may we carry the lessons of grace from today's snack into our daily lives, knowing that through forgiveness and love, we can build stronger and more harmonious blended families. I hope you enjoyed today's snack, snackers. And as always, please tell us how we did and send us ideas for future episodes. You can email me at blessings at soulsnack.org. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok and our website, soulsnack.org, where you can catch the latest episode of the podcast. And as always, if God is moving you to help our ministry, then we have an offering page up there as well. And keep your eye out in the next couple of months as our merch will be soon added too. And I hope you guys all have a beautiful, wonderful, and blessed week. And again, I'm sorry for being on such a long hiatus. Um, I'm trying to really get it together. I will say, though, I'm really hoping you guys hear a difference this week in this podcast. If you do, please message me, email me, drop me a line at Facebook, whatever, Um, because I did. I got a microphone. Thank you. Thank you to my in-laws for that. I'm super excited. Um, So I'm hoping it sounds way, way better. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being super, super patient. And I really hope you enjoyed your snack. And I'll see you guys again next week. Have a blessed week. 